My guest has seen millions of people, I mean millions of people, healed. And he says, it's so easy, you can do it too. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I just want to be normal. Normal is defined on what the Bible says. I want to walk in the rarefied air of heaven. I want to hear God's voice. I want to have such peace that it overcomes any fear. I want to tell you about my guest. Since 1987, he has led with his associate 68 million people to make professions of faith that Jesus is their Messiah and Lord. Yes, you heard me correct. 68 million since 1987. And by the way, he's only 30 years of age. There's a reason for this. And I want him to mentor you in this reason. He has learned the secret for what is known as an open heaven. And you realize that when the heavens are opened, you hear God's voice. When the heavens are open, miracles take place. What do you think caused 68 million people to come hear him and his associates speak? It was every miracle you read about in the Bible. Do you know that when you have an open heaven, you can't be afraid of anything? Uh, Daniel Kalenda, you come from how many generations of Pentecostal preachers? Uh, back to five generations, going all the way back to the Azusa Street generation when the Holy Spirit was poured out at the beginning of the last century. Uh, and it was, was it your great-grandfather that actually uh, died and came back to life? Yeah, actually he, he was three years old and when he was born, the, the really amazing thing is that it wasn't just a resurrection. When he was born, he was born with a battery of health problems, including severe mental retardation. And the doctors told his parents, they said, this child will never live to be an adult. They told his parents he's going to die as an infant. But at two years old, he contracted typhoid fever, and he began to decline very, very quickly. And the doctors comforted his mother and his father by saying, this is God's gift for you because this child would always be a burden. They said if he lived, he would never be able to feed himself. He'd never be able to clothe himself. He'd never be able to speak normally. He'd always have these issues. And a few days later, he did indeed die. And my great-great-grandfather, a man by the name of Ludwig, an old German Lutheran preacher, he was, you know, some of those Germans, they can be stubborn, but stubbornness for the Lord can be a good thing. So he told his wife, he said, I'm going into the room to pray, and I don't want to be disturbed until I've heard from heaven. So he went back in that room. He good shut God. the door. He got down on his knees. He began to pray. He needs you. He's just a little boy. In the meantime, Paul, my great-grandfather, had died, his son. 
and Paul's body had gotten cold and hard. Rigor mortis had already set in until my great-great-grandfather, Ludwig, burst into the room. He said, I've heard a word from heaven. He laid his hands on little Paul's head and immediately warmth came into the feet. They began to massage that body, that little stiff, cold body. And they said that the warmth moved from the feet into the ankles and into the stomach, up into the chest, down the arms. And little Paul came back to life. He sat up in the bed. He said, Mama, I'm hungry. But that wasn't the most amazing thing. Over the next few minutes, they realized that the miracle transformation was going on and on. The very expression on his face changed. Strength that they had never seen before came into his body. His typhoid fever disappeared. His mental retardation was gone. That little boy that they said would never live to be an adult grew to be an old man. He died of old age, never had another serious illness for the rest of his life, and he fathered 10 sons that became preachers of the gospel. By the way, Daniel Kalenda, I use the word associate, is a legend. His name is Reinhard Bunke. And what a opportunity God has given you as a young man to travel with one of the giants of evangelism worldwide, someone that doesn't just talk a good game, yeah. but he's out there in the trenches doing it. Uh, I'm, I, but you told me about your great-grandfather praying for an insane man. Could you briefly tell me that story again? Yeah. Because I, I am just in awe when I hear this. They were living in Pigeon, Michigan at the time. My grandfather was pastoring a small German church, and um, there was a man in the church. He was married to one of the ladies. He actually wasn't a member, and they said that he was very, very violent towards Christianity. He was always cursing at the pastor. He was always telling his wife he shouldn't go to that place, and he actually had demonic uh, issues. They said sometimes he would go to the loft in his barn. He would jump down headfirst onto the concrete floor, and he would be uninjured. They knew something was very, very wrong with this man. And one day it just snapped. And the wife had, had been shopping all day. She was coming home on the horse-drawn carriage. And when she got near to the home, she saw her husband standing on the porch with an ax in his hand, dripping with blood. She knew something was very, very wrong. And so she quickly rode away to the house of my great-grandfather. He was the pastor. He gathered some of the elders of the church. They went over to the house, and as soon as this man saw them coming, he began to say something about how he saw them covered in red. Of course, he didn't know what that meant, but that was the blood of Jesus that he saw. He said, you're covered in red. I can't come near you. And he ran off into the woods. Now, they said that at the time, farmers, these tough, uh, strapping farmers, would leave the fields early. They didn't want to be outside at night because there was this deranged demoniac lurking in the woods. You see, what had happened was that man had murdered his mother and his children with that axe in cold blood, and now he was roaming through the woods. Well, they finally caught the man. They, they put him on trial. The judge said that he wasn't fit to stand trial. He was committed to an insane asylum. They put him in a room by himself because he was so demonized. He stripped all of his clothes on. He would yell and shout all day day long, and um, they thought he was going to die. And so the, the doctor, his name was Dr. Christian, he sent a message to the wife uh, of this man back in Pontiac, and he said, your husband is very, very sick. He said, we don't think he's going to live because of this severe problem that he has. And so he said, you need to come and see him immediately. So she gathered my great-grandfather and all of the uh, elders together, and they began to pray. And they sensed that thanks to that you were talking about, that open heaven. 
There was a moment where they sensed that heaven had heard and responded to that prayer. And so my uncle the next day went to the insane asylum to visit this man. His name was Matis Nagy. And he said to the doctor, he said, I want to visit Matis Nagy. I want to see him before he dies. Well, the doctor said, you're never going to believe this. He said, let me take you to see him. So they took him into this room. Matis was sitting there in his right mind. The day before, the power of God had come on him and instantly delivered him. And he'd been set free and completely delivered. And many years later, what was the report you got on that man? 30 years later, he was still living for the Lord, still serving the Lord with terrible regret over what happened, but completely set free, saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. You think you have a problem. If God could do that, your problem is easy. Don't go away because I want you to learn how to pray under an open heaven. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. One new man, the convergence of Jews and Gentiles, the two becoming one new man in Yeshua. When Jews and Christians become one new man in Messiah Jesus, we will experience a move of God such as the world has never seen. If you want to experience an explosive outpouring of God's Spirit, God's love, God's power, then log on to www.sidroth.org to learn more about the one new man. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Daniel Kalenda, and Daniel is literally building on the shoulders of Reinhard Bunke, who is, uh, I, I guess, mega millions he's reached for the Lord, especially, I think, of Africa. Uh, that's been his major assignment, uh, and you're the successor in his ministry. Tell me one of the most impactful miracles you saw under Reinhardt's ministry that you saw with your very eyes. Yeah, there were so many in the beginning, one that really stands out to me and just a very personal to me. A mother came with three of her children. All of her children were totally blind from some genetic uh, disease. And when Reinhardt prayed, he actually broke um, the demonic curses. And as he was praying for those curses to be broken, instantly all three of those children in the same moment received their sight. It was an amazing miracle. It shook the whole uh, region that we were in. And what happened within you as a result of seeing that? What effect did it have on you? Well, I think when you begin to see these things, it's, it's like um, the borders come off, the ceiling comes off, the walls come off. You begin to realize what we've always heard all along, that nothing is impossible for God. But when you see it, when you touch it, when you experience it, you just can't deny it anymore and you have no more excuses. Now, did you have any doubts? Did you, by that, I mean, when you saw the miracles with Reinhardt, that's one thing. Yeah. But could I, Daniel, have these same miracles? Did these thoughts hit you? It did, and, and this was the amazing thing that Reinhard never came across as though he had something that I didn't have, even though, of course, I saw him that way. But he would tell me, he would say, Daniel, if your five-year-old son stands on that platform and prays for the sick, miracles will happen because it's not about you and me. It's about Jesus. And that revelation opened up my mind, and I suddenly realized that I didn't have to attain to this great mountain of spiritual status to begin to see the supernatural, that Jesus had purchased it on the cross, and if I would receive it by faith, I could experience it too. Uh, and tell me uh, a, a miracle where you prayed for someone that had a great impact on you. Yeah, just last year this happened in the city of Sapele in Nigeria. 
we, I, I prayed for a little boy there, a three-year-old boy. His name was Great. He had died. His mother brought him to me after the meeting and dropped that body into my arms. I prayed for him, and just a few seconds later, he came back to life. The next day when I arrived on the, on the campaign field, walking up to the platform, there I saw the little boy playing and running around by the steps of the platform, totally healed, totally well. And if I was to force you, Daniel, to say, what would be the key of your revelation to be able to walk in such miracles, what would you say? I would say one thing first and foremost, and I think this is something that so many Christians just need to understand. The secret is that there isn't really a secret, or it shouldn't be a secret. <laughs> the secret is what we've heard all along, which is that Jesus Christ purchased our healing on the cross. Those stripes in his back, those nails in his hands, he purchased it for us, and we have to receive it by faith. Now, I know it sounds so simple, and for that reason, people want to complicate it. They want to write more books about it, and they want to give more doctrines and more teachings about it. The key is stripping away all of those exterior things and getting back down to what Jesus said. Remember when Peter prayed for that lame man by the gate, beautiful, and he was healed. Peter said, why are you looking at us as though it was through our holiness or our righteousness that mm. this man walked. It was by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. It's the way it was then. It's the way it is now. And I challenge anyone to show me any place in Scripture where there is any key to receiving the supernatural power of God into the earthly realm other than faith. Holiness won't do it. Knowledge won't do it. It is faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, everyone knows you go to India, you no. go to Africa, and, and you preach the gospel, you see miracles. Everyone knows it. But here in the West, what happens when you give that same simple gospel? You're, you're not going to believe this, Sid, but I'm telling you the truth. It's exactly the same. Now, the relative numbers are, are the same is what I'm saying. Of course, in Africa, in India, we're seeing hundreds of thousands of people in a meeting, so we're seeing more miracles. But if you take the proportions at a meeting right here in America or in the United Kingdom or in Europe, we're seeing the same kinds of miracles. Let me tell you something that we just saw very recently. I was in the United Kingdom. I was not preaching on a campaign field in Africa. I was preaching in a cathedral with stained glass windows and a pipe organ behind me. It was about the stuffiest atmosphere I can imagine. I prayed for a woman there who had a stroke when she was three years old, and because of that stroke, she was paralyzed on the left side of her body. Now, because of that paralysis at such a young age, the left foot had stopped growing. It was shriveled up and small. The other foot was a normal-sized foot. When I prayed for her in that meeting, not only did the paralysis on that left side vanish, but she and her mother stood there and watched as the left foot grew to the same size as the right foot. When she left the meeting that night, the shoe that she had wore when she arrived didn't fit anymore. That's how much her foot had grown. A, a miraculous, a creative miracle happening in a cathedral in the United Kingdom. I'm telling you before God, the power of Jesus in, in the Western world is the same as it is in Africa, the same as it is in Asia, because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, I'm going to have to t tell you something. Many of you pray. You don't see results, so you just pray as a religious thing to do, and you've even lost your expectancy. You don't even expect results when you pray. And some of you, even worse, you've stopped praying. Uh, what advice would you give someone that's in that boat, which is most people. Well, I think the reason that happens is because people pray, like you said, and they don't see a result. And so they allow their 
their worldview to be dictated by their anecdotal, empirical experience. I'll tell you what Pastor Bonke told me that changed my life. He said, if you're in a prayer line and there's 100 people there and you pray for the first 99 and none of them get healed, he said, pray for the 100th one as though everyone before them had been healed. Because it's not about what you experience. It's not about what you see. It's about what God's Word says. And that is faith. The Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. What it's doing is showing us that there is a difference between the two. It's like saying you could walk east or you could walk west, but you can't do both. If you're walking by sight, you're not walking in faith. I, I have to tell you, I did what you're saying. I prayed for hundreds, maybe thousands, and no one got healed. But all of a sudden, people started being healed. Yeah. How about you? Was it instant to go into these creative miracles, or was it gradual with you? It was gradual, and I think the Lord allows our faith to be tested in that way. He allows us to go through a, a, almost a, a wilderness where He tests us to see if it's really faith or if it's just sorcery, if we're just trying to manipulate Him and, and produce something and conjure something. True faith stands on the Word of God no matter what is visible in the natural realm. And I think that the Lord brings us to that place by allowing us to see that even though you may lay your hands on a few people and they don't get healed, that's not the end of the story. Well, you Keep know praying. Without faith, it's you can't please God. Yeah. So have a little sovlanut, that's Hebrew, for patience. <laughs> and when we come back, I'm going to tell you the key. I'll let Daniel tell you the key of an open heaven. That's what you need. That's what you're... In your deepest being is wants. Don't go away. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Daniel Kalenda's powerful book, Your Kingdom Come, and his anointed two audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9129. This book that I've written on intercession and on prayer and unlocking the miraculous in your life is going to give you keys to receiving the supernatural. Through this book, you will learn how to pray, expecting your miracle with power to overcome the enemy under an open heaven, releasing the miraculous. Get ready to receive a supernatural impartation that will motivate you to pray, especially when you start seeing amazing results. You will also receive this two audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. It includes music and healing scriptures that are spoken over you by Daniel Kalenda and Reinhard Bonnke. Fear not. For I am with you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I want you to get it and I want you to play it in your room or wherever you sleep and allow that glory, allow that anointing to saturate you. Don't miss out on getting Daniel Kalinda's powerful book, Your Kingdom Come, and his anointed two audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9129. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9129 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Daniel Kalenda. And when Daniel is in Africa, I think this is so amazing. Over a loudspeaker, they break curses in the community. And tell me about that one woman uh, that was, uh, she had, I guess, breast cancer. She wasn't even at the meeting, but could hear the loudspeaker. Yeah, we have these huge, uh, this huge sound system that can project for about two miles. And this woman was in her home 
On her deathbed, lying on a mat, her family had gone to the meeting, but she was so weak that she couldn't get up, and so they had, they had left her there. And I was praying for the people in the meeting, and I, I looked down on the platform and saw people lying on stretchers. And so I said to them, I said, if you're lying on a stretcher, get up and walk right now in Jesus' name. She heard that in her house a couple miles away. She received it by faith, and she said, I tried to stand, and I couldn't stand. Then she said, suddenly I felt two hands come under my arms, and I was physically lifted to my feet. And she said, when I landed on my feet, all the paralysis was gone, all the cancer was gone. She walked from her house to the meeting, up to the platform, and gave her testimony. That, that is so wonderful. As a matter of fact, I, I, I'm curious. Uh, here in the States, if you, you, you pray for someone, you put your hands on them, you pray in Jesus' name, sometimes they fall over, sometimes they don't, sometimes they're healed. How do you pray for a million people? You can't put your hands on them. No, in fact, I often look at the people on the front row and I, I demonstrate, I say, look, I can't even reach the, the person on the front row. But I said, the Bible says that the arm of the Lord is not short. The arm of the Lord is extendable. He can reach to every person in that crowd and he can do it simultaneously. He can go across the oceans, he can go across the airwaves, he can go anywhere where the need is and meet it because there's no limitations. What is the secret to an open heaven? I often share about a guy named Daniel Nash who was an intercessor for Charles Finney. Now many people know the, the great ministry of Charles Finney. What they don't realize is that before Finney would go into a town, he would send his intercessor, a man by the name of Daniel Nash, to go and to break open that spiritual atmosphere. And once that work had been accomplished in the spirit through prayer, then Finney would come in and have those mighty revivals and cities and, and the nation was shaken by it. And the key is intercession. I believe that in these last days, God is going to bring together a marriage of the evangelists, the soul winners, and the intercessors, the prayer warriors. They're gonna join together and I believe we're gonna see the greatest harvest of souls in the history of the world. But you have an open heaven, and I believe that you pray even though you have intercessors yes. that pray for you. What is your prayer life like? Well, you know, I don't pray like a lot of Christians that I've heard that I just punch a time clock in the morning and check it off my list of things to do. When I pray, my goal is to make a connection. I need to feel that divine life flowing back and forth. And once I feel that connection, that's what, what I do when I come to pray in the morning. I am there to meet with Jesus. I'm there to receive that flow of the Spirit into my spirit. And once I sense that, now my goal is to maintain that through the rest of the day and to never lose that. That's the key. It's not just spending time in prayer, but Paul said pray always. Pray all the time. Continue. And prayer is not just saying words. It's not reading out of a, out of a book of prayers. Prayer is fellowship and communion with God. And as that life flows through you, you begin to see the spiritual world invading the natural world everywhere you go. Can anyone achieve that connection that you just described? If you are a child of God, if you've been washed in the blood of Jesus, you can have it. In fact, Sid, let me just say this because I really sense the Holy Spirit say to me this morning that I needed to do this, that there's somebody watching, maybe even this broadcast right now, that you need to repent of your sins and you need to give your heart to the Lord. You know, I almost drowned once in Pensacola, Florida on the beach. And they told me, they said, you know, when a person is drowning, they'll go under once and they'll usually come up again. And then they'll go under a second time and they'll come up a second time. But they said, if they go under a third time, they won't come up again. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning and said, there's somebody watching this broadcast. You've gone under once before. In fact, you've gone under twice before. Some of you shouldn't even be sitting here watching this broadcast right now. You should have been dead a long time ago. 
But God in his mercy has preserved your life and allowed you to listen to the message you're listening to right now. And the word from the Lord is that there may not be another opportunity for you. That's why he says today is the day of salvation. This is the acceptable time. And right now today, if you need salvation from your sins, if you need a new heart and a new life, I want you to call on the name of Jesus. He will hear you. He will save you. The heavens will open over you and you will begin to see the supernatural in your life in Jesus name. And it's so simple that you might miss it. This is eternal life that you might know him. And the way that you know him, step one, is to take a step towards him. That you can do. The rest is up to God. With your mouth, confess your sins. Tell God you're sorry and believe that his blood can wash all of your sins away and you can have a fresh new start today and then that you're clean. Your body then is literally like the temple of God and you ask Jesus to live inside of you and then you start reading the Bible. I'd start with the new covenant and start reading it as his love letter to you. And I'm going to tell you one other thing. If you will do this, you will achieve your destiny. If you do not, you'll be like everyone else. I mean, uh, in definition of insanity, keep doing things the same way and expect different results. Become sane. One minute, pray for physical miracles for people right now. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, I stretch my hands towards that brother that's sitting there in that couch right now that has a cyst on his neck, and I rebuke that cyst and I tell it to disappear in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that your healing virtue would flow through that screen right now and cause every bondage of the enemy to be broken. I just declare to you right now that every curse over your life is broken in Jesus' name. The chains on your brain are broken in Jesus' name. That addiction to drugs is broken right now in Jesus' name. Daniel, a back has just been healed in Jesus' name, but everything has been healed that you need now. Amen. Call now and get Daniel Kalenda's powerful book, Your Kingdom Come, and his anointed two-audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9129. This book that I've written on intercession and on prayer and unlocking the miraculous in your life is going to give you keys to receiving the supernatural. Through this book, you will learn how to pray, expecting your miracle with power to overcome the enemy under an open heaven, releasing the miraculous. Get ready to receive a supernatural impartation that will motivate you to pray, especially when you start seeing amazing results. You will also receive this two audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. It includes music and healing scriptures that are spoken over you by Daniel Kalenda and Reinhard Bonnke. Fear not for I am with you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I want you to get it and I want you to play it in your room or wherever you sleep and allow that glory, allow that anointing to saturate you. Don't miss out on getting Daniel Kalinda's powerful book, Your Kingdom Come, and his anointed two audio CD soaking set, Healing in the Glory. Yours for a donation of $30. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9129. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9129 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. 
next week on It's Supernatural. My guest prayed for a man who was dead, dead, dead. I mean, in a morgue, 23 hours frozen in a freezer, and he came back to life. <laughs>